Yo, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is part of my fresh radio, yours truly, DJ AO. I got one of my favorite groups on the line. Uh, my man Chad Law, who we talked on the line with a couple of episodes ago, he introduced them to me quite a while ago. And I've been following their music, following their growth. I'm really excited. They have a brand new project that just dropped today. They got the old project. It's not even old yet, but it's still pumping. My man's Dunbar. We got uh, Bunchy Cartier and Sure Shot on the line with me right yeah, now. Yeah, this yeah, is Dunbar. Yeah. What's up, fellas? How are you? Top dollar. What's good? What's good? Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Thank y'all for y'all time. Thank y'all for y'all time. You guys have definitely been making some rounds and really building up the name and the buzz. I want to talk about, first and foremost, just one of my favorite uh, records out right now. Um, it came out, I believe, like uh, tail end of last year or something like that, and then it led into the, the Project Notebook too. But 96 Bulls, man, like that's one of my favorite, favorite records to play and just to listen to as a fan also, besides playing as a DJ. Um, and I think that's a good representation of y'all sound where you have, uh, you know, hard beats and real uh, melodic lyrics and melodic verses. So let's just talk about like um, that song, talk about No Hook 2, and then we'll talk a little bit more about just your style in general. Yeah, yeah, well... 96 Bulls, um, that shit pretty much came about, you know, just on some, um, some random shit, word. I was, uh, you know, I, I was on Bandcamp, I did, I did a lot of my researching at the time on Bandcamp, you know what I'm saying? And it was this producer, the dude's actually from Alaska, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, shit. dude is, <laughs> or something from Alaska, his bio, if you read his bio, that just say, like, something like, not much is known about the mysterious eats. You know what I'm saying? Like, on some wild shit. <laughs> but I heard the beat, you know what I'm saying? I usually come up with, like, you know, bring the source of the beats to Bunch, and he just picked through, like, you know, now nah, that, that ain't a goal. That's not a goal. That's a goal or whatnot. So once I played that, you know what I'm saying, it was pretty much, we, we both was feeling it. And in the hook, I had, uh, I came up with the hook on the, on, the, on the road. Word. Just on the road. Spit it to him, you know what I'm saying? And then we just created that right then and there in the stool, you know? I mean, he, he, he'll tell you, like, we don't really do too much, like, uh, premeditated shit, though. Like, right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, it's pretty much, I'll bring the, you know what I'm saying? We'll bring the beat. All of this usually happens in the studio. You know what I mean? It's very rare that I might have, like, a hearse, like, a, like, like, a, like a, a hook or something. You know what I mean? Pre, pre I, don't, I don't got a whole phone full of rhymes. All right, right, right. right, right. Rhymes. On the spot. Studio, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 yeah, you know what I'm saying? Chill. You know how you get to the studio, roll up. Kick it, fuck with the beats and shit. So that's more my style. I don't. I be living life. I can't stop and write shit down. When I get to the lab, that's the point. Yeah. Right. I feel you. I mean, and that's the the best way I think to keep the. You know to keep the rhymes and everything as up to date as possible because I, I remember back when i used to rhyme myself like you know you write some old verses and then you try to spit them you know a year later a couple months later even a week later don't even match up with what you're feeling at the time so i definitely right feel you on right that. right so let's yeah, talk about exactly. like your style like we, that's a little bit of your process like you know sometimes driving around getting ideas and different things like that how did you guys like develop the style because even like between the two of you there's a very distinct difference um in style but then there's a lot of melody and then why did you guys choose to, to go down the lane of the different beat selections that you guys have? Because it's, it's not what's popular right now. Right, right. Um, well, yeah, if you, you got to check back. If you check back for the, the, the first project, No Hook, you know, it was real like a uh, boom bap. It's really dark, you know what I'm saying? Really like melodic, similar tones, you know what I'm saying? We kind of just expanded on that. We've been rapping like on these type of beats for a while because I don't know, it's just... It's just a fly shit, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's just how niggas I, really would be, be, be I feeling. Can't, <laughs> can't make trap music. I don't know how to make trap music, right, you know? That right. shit's cool. I listen, I listen to, I don't really 
I'm, I, you know, I mean, I listen to shit. My favorite rapper is P, but I don't, I don't, you know what I'm saying? I listen to what's out now, you know what I'm saying? But I can't, I can't make that shit. I'm not from Atlanta. I'm not from Florida. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. That shit that would, that shit would sound real weird coming from me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it would sound right. forced. Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Can't do exactly. that. And you know a lot of the uh, you know older music, you know the, the influences and shit. My influences come from everywhere though, but you know just like the New York era, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of them shits is just New York. Yeah, I don't know. Like I don't know if I just gravitated to it just because of that or what it was, but that's pretty much what it was. But I do remember niggas used to catch a lot of flack. You know what I'm saying? In the beginning, you know what I'm saying? Because they would just, you know what I mean? This is like 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 three. I think No Hook came out like three four years ago. The first one, so. Mm-hmm. The trap joint, it was it was it was booming, you know what I'm saying? But you know, so everybody wanted us to jump on it. Like, yeah, hey, you need to do some more beat, more beat. And we just chose to just stay down and just stick with what we wanted to do. So you mean you, you know guys you and guys then, caught some flack and some backlash based on that choice? Hell yeah. Niggas used to say they used to fall asleep on the beat selection and shit. Wow. Like they would be hot, but niggas would just be like, you know what I'm saying? You can't it's hard to play, you know what I'm saying, some of them joints like 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 a uh like one of our joints, like was called like uh, the essentials off of there, but it's hard to play like one of them joints following up like after commas, right, you know what I'm right, saying, right, or right. after something that was out. You know what I'm saying? It just sonically is so different. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just it just sounds different. So you know, and people, everybody's turning up. Everybody, right? And, and it's a trend right now. Yeah. So you know, that's pretty much what happened with that. But you know, we just transitioned, stayed down, man, and just decided to just keep our heads down, stay in our lane, and just build on what we got and just continue to get better. Gotcha. So you touched a little bit about um just different influences as far as like that that early New York era. Let's talk about like specifics. Like, you know, who are some of the artists or songs or albums that made you decide that this was the lane that you guys wanted to go to in the first place? And I don't mean like sound wise, I mean like just beginning to rap anyway. Like, you know, everybody starts off as a fan before they decide that that's what they want to do. So, you know, who were you guys, some of the artists that y'all were listening to when you were coming up? I mean, shit, man. Like, I ain't even going front. I, I I was coming up. I was rapping since I was, like, 14. You know what I'm saying? I remember Bunch was, you know what I'm saying, too low, low, low key. You know what I'm saying? The niggas always had bars. You know what I'm saying? But, like, for me personally, like, when I first came into the game, like, and I really wanted to write, it actually really wasn't New York niggas that made me want to write. It was actually, like, the clips and, and, and Snoop. Word, word. The clips and Snoop Dogg, like Snoop Dogg was my first, first influence. And then the clips, like those two specifically pushed me to like, you know, push my pen. You know what I'm saying? But as far as like influences and in music, like, you know, my shit is, is that that's more like everywhere. You know, a lot of New York. I fuck with the trap shit too, down south. But, you know, I, I definitely stay true and fuck with my New York shit as well. Bunch shit is all over the place. He'll tell you. Word. I'm more like to say like my influences like who I, I say like my style wise I like my favorite rapper Prodigy from from Mob D yeah yeah like Return of the Mac classic classic that's a classic H and I C might be like one of my favorite albums period I, from him Return of the Mac that's that's, that's what I, I want to make a Return of the Mac you know what I'm saying yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, Jim Jones. I was fucking with like the whole Bird Gang, Max B. Jim right, right. Jones. Yeah, Dipset was heavy, obviously. Yep. Max B were all that shit. Fabulous, uh, like, or like Fab, like Clue Take Fab, like Stack. 
I listened like Stack. I was listening to Stack Bundles. I was in like middle school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Right. I remember he was listening to them niggas. Eighteen Ransom Hitchcock, all the yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, all, like, all of that. Like, then, like as I got older, I fucked with like Sean Price, Heavy, um, Rock Moss a lot. I fuck with a lot of that type of. You know what I'm saying? Like like more lyrics. Whoever got yeah. lyrics, I ain't really for the for the bullshit. A lot of lyrics. And, and, and you gotta understand too, my like you know what I'm saying. This this is really my guy. Like Dunbar, that's the street we grew up on. You know what I'm saying? So he he lived two houses down. You know what I'm saying? Out in Amityville, that's that's that's, that's our real block. So. Yeah, that was gonna be my next question because it seemed like y'all y'all have known each other for you know pretty much the whole time, like the whole ride. Like when you yeah. guys actually meet, I yeah. grew up on the same block, like the original original block. Yeah, the original. I'm the Tell only. <laughs> Only person I knew longer than him is my actual brother, you know? Wow, okay. Yeah. Like, even before the rap and all that shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it, I, it was nothing. I was always up and down the street at, at his crib, you know what I'm saying? So, whenever he's listening to that, I remember a lot of this shit I didn't fuck with. Like, when we was first playing Stack Bundle, like, we was in middle school. I'm like, yo, fam, like... <laughs> I'm good on this. Like, let me get some chingy or some yeah. some, some, some Jaquan or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause that was what was hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, nah, nah, this is fire right here. This is fire. And then, like, after I started getting older, like, once he went to Dipset, like, I, I was, I was, it was over. You know what I'm saying? But by that time, like, you know what I mean? It was too late. Like, everybody was fucking. Yeah, yeah. Me, but it's been shit like that going on, like, and that's where a lot of the, the music and the the will of rap and all that shit came from. And, you know, what I'm saying how this shit just come naturally. Yeah, and it, it makes but, sense because you can definitely hear that that chemistry. Like, it's not one of those uh, one of those groups or one of those those acts where they kind of met along the way and decided to do something and team up. You know, after you know y'all were both established, y'all came up together for real. So that's that's dope, and you could definitely right. tell. It definitely sounds like that. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's pretty much what that was, you know, yeah. and that's where we at today. What I just said ain't even like, I listen to man, like, like, I listen to a lot of, a lot of different shit, a lot of different artists, like, in the South, I listen to mad shit, like, regionally, like, shit that's not even big, that never went nationally. I know, you know what I'm saying? I'm a YouTube nigga, I'm, a, I'm like, crazy in mixtapes and shit, so, I mean, I listen to... Like endless music, endless, endless different styles of music. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I can attest to all that shit. And I, I pretty much, my shit is different. I, I be listening to all different types of genres too. Besides the rap, like I, I might fuck around listening to some, some fella Kuti or some shit, like yeah, for, the, yeah. for a month. You know what I'm saying? Like on some crazy shit. I, like I listen to all different, different type of shit. Like I like, I like, I even like jazz, my nigga. Like that's that's some of my shit. No, so and that's why directly you can hear the the shit in the music. It definitely adds to it because, like, I, I came up listening. I came up, um, you know, with my my grandparents and my grandfather specifically would play. Like, I used playing fella before I even knew who it was. So when people started kind of catching on to that music later on, and they play some of it, like, yo, this is hot, and they got to play, and it's that and the third. It sounded so familiar. And I'm like, oh, that's who that is. Like, I didn't even know the dude's name. It was just something I was accustomed right. to listening to in that house. But it's good because it, it helps to, especially on the creative side. You know, when you only listen to rap, a lot of times you subconsciously pick up what other people are doing. But when you listen to so many different genres, you'll pull from, you know, from a rock band or, or jazz, or even just the way that the saxophone sits on the, uh, you know, on the rest exactly. of the instrumental. You can apply that to your flow. You know what I'm saying? So that's dope. Right. That's definitely dope. Right. You have right. A good definitely, appreciation definitely for just putting it. a great song together too. 
right, 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 exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I really pretty much try to just, you know, broaden the horizon with that, just listen to all different types of things. But those are basically some of my favorite stuff, you know. That's fire. Shit like that. Yeah, now one of my current favorites, a dude that I, I talked to over uh, about a, a week or two ago, um, probably known dude maybe two years, another dude that Chad uh, Chad Law actually put me on to. And we'll talk about your relationship with Chad too, that's a good brother. But let's talk about my man uh, UFO Feeve, he just dropped his own project. And then you guys uh, just put something out, it's called The Birds and the Bees, which is a uh, collaborative EP between the three of y'all. So let's just talk about your relationship with Feeve and then what made you guys decide to put that project together. Um... Really, I met I met Feeve in 2011. I, we did a cipher, and that's that's when I started. Like, all right, that's when I um, Short Shot wasn't around at the time, so I was like, you know, I'm gonna try to do my own thing. I never really pursued like, you know, what I mean, more like I like did solo shit. I did the cipher, and I had spit some shit. And I fumbled on my shit, and the nigga Thieves was, he was another nigga that was, he was like, yo, keep going, like, get your shit off. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't know him from nowhere. He was like encouraging me, and then after the shit, he pulled me to the side and was just showing me love, and we, we like exchanged contact and shit. And, you know, he was doing a project, and he had hit me. And with, for whatever reason, the stone got lost. But we, you know, we always stayed in contact and shit. And, and you know, just as we kept, Kept kept moving, going going forward, making progress. He was doing his thing, and we just always always had plans to link up. And then, you know, worked out now. Well, and when I pretty much came back in the picture, I was in like some extenuated circumstances and shit. I wasn't around for like a year or something. And so, but like when I came back on the scene, basically like niggas just kind of like linked up. Like way later though, you know what I'm saying? Like way way later. But you know, they kept the relationship, and then. I remember I met Steve, I believe, at like a radio station, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Personally. And then that's where we just built, like, you know what I'm saying, on that. And nowadays, like, you know what I mean? I, I, I fuck with Steve, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that's my man, too. Like, I met him that first day in 2011. Like, I talked to Steve for, like, hours on the phone on just strategizing and shit. Like, that's a good brother, like, you know what I'm saying? Definitely. He's not one of them, like, you know what I'm saying? The people out there that's trying to, like, keep me down, like, you know what I mean? He shares it like yeah, he does things the right way. Pass on knowledge and everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Shout he out UFO Feed, man. He's a good dude. He don't want to win by himself. You know what I'm saying? If we was playing ball, he would he would tell you who his trainer was and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like word, he, he's word. one right. dude. Yeah, yeah, definitely a genuine dude. Cop that camouflage, man. That shit is hard. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a great project, man. You threw me yeah, in the bill you and threw me on, on camouflage. I'm like the only rap on there right 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 and the um so the the, the birds and the bees shit that actually came about we had that we had those joints actually in the tuck you know what i'm saying um and basically we just decided that you know what i mean we had to release some joints because they was pretty much you know they, they was promoted on hip-hop as real um i don't know if, you, if you're familiar with that or not or whatever but uh um, yeah, yeah, it's a battle saying. rap website yeah yeah so you know they was they, they, they be promoting that at the end of their videos and you know it had like a little buzz like everybody was saying like yo where's that birds and the bees track where's it at so you know what I mean he's looking to drop that John. you know what I'm saying give him a couple visuals shit like that little two two tracks and shit but you know I mean, he's got something else in his dad's for him. and people can pick that up on where, where can they get that project oh yeah yeah make sure that you know what I'm saying you can check that out on Vasquez Collective you know what I'm saying dot com you can donate to download that directly there 
or you know what I'm saying that shit is on iTunes title everything else you know what I'm saying got you now I had a question too about about the, uh, the Vasquez uh, Collective um, dot com website because I noticed that goes um, yeah. to the band camp and I noticed for mm-hmm. um, for No Hook 2 and then also for Birds and the Bees you guys have it listed at uh, a sale price of $45 I just wanted to see like what the, the the idea behind that was. It reminded me almost of what uh, what Nipsey Hussle was doing, and if I remember correctly, like his um his idea, I think he was selling joints for like a hundred or something like that. And he was like, "Look, this is a art, you know, piece of art, just like anything else that you would go to buy and put on your wall or do whatever with." So I was curious to see if that was the the same mindset that you guys had with that price point. Well, with that, I ain't even going front. Like, I might even just take that down if that's what that's leading people to think. Because what it's what it is is it's forty five dollars to buy the whole discography. Oh, you know okay. Like, so maybe I just looked at it. Yeah, I might have looked price. at it too quick. Then, okay. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's just how you look at. It. Like it's probably a bunch of other people that look at it that way. You know what I'm saying? But that that link right there is basically you could just cop everything that like I ever did or you know what I'm saying what, what me and bunch got together like you know what I'm saying that's pretty much everything that's the whole entire discography. Oh, that, oh that's forty five. You know so what I'm saying? That's a damn but, um, value right there. Yeah, it's like over. I got over one hundred and five tracks on there on that on that website. You can't beat you know that. I feel so, you. Okay. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like the discography shit. But usually what I got up there is like the donate. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just put like the donations up there for right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and, and just give people the option to donate whatever they want to, um, whatever they want to, uh, you know, what, what they want to pay, you know, for the, uh, for the tape for now. Got you. So yeah, y'all make sure y'all check that out. Vasquez, VasquezCollective.com. You can get the whole discography there, including the new uh, EP, between Dunbar and UFO Thieves called The Birds and the Bees. And then also make sure y'all follow him on uh, on social media. It's at This Is Dunbar. And then individually, it's at SureShotTD and at Cartier.Dunbar. Make sure you follow him. It's part of my fresh radio, DJ AO. Yo, I just want to uh, thank y'all again for your time. Um, what can the people look forward to for the rest of the year? I know you guys are constantly working and moving around as events and shows and music and videos. So just let the, the listeners know what you guys have coming up that they can check for. Yeah, yeah, more, just more no hook too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're gonna hit you with, you know what I'm saying? As much of that, you know, hit you with the visuals for that. Uh, we got some merchandise coming up on the way. You know what I'm saying? Frog Nation type gear, you know, everything. We still gonna kick out joints along the way too. You know what I mean? It's gonna be a lot of bars there along the way. Right, right, right. We're not gonna leave niggas high and dry and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Definitely gonna throw out a couple of singles. You know. Can't beat you in the head too much with the tape. You gotta get some new shit along the way. Right, right, right. You know, and that's pretty much it, man. Yeah, looking forward to hearing that. And you already know I'm down to support anything you guys you guys have going on. Make sure you send it over, and I definitely got y'all. Right, Look. right, right. Nah, I appreciate that, man. Shout out DJ AO, pardon the fresh, man. Salute, salute. All right, this is part of my fresh radio. It's the podcast. This is the Dunbar interview. Thank y'all, fellas, for your time, man. You already know. You already know.